0: G'day, punters. Welcome to the Sydney Preview Show. We've got a pretty decent meeting coming from Rose Hill this Saturday. The Golden Eagle, possibly one of the worst-named races in the history of of racing headlines, but it's actually a really, really good race, and I had a great deal of fun actually previewing and diving into the form there. Uh, Mark Sheen, I'll throw to you, first of all, very wet already. More rain expected on Saturday. How are you expecting the track to hold up?
1: Uh, look the last couple of days have been all right actually I think it. Uh, we got a little bit of rain this morning but it's been a very good day apart from that so it would have dried out a little bit I think it was given out as a heavy eight this morning probably would have improved to a slow but I think there's plenty of rain forecast on Saturday so the track may open up so we're just in the, the lap of the gods really so uh, but a couple of nice drying days the last couple of days anyway
0: Okay, that's some that's promise there. That's some promise. Mark Roden, uh, if the rain does eventuate during the card, are you expecting a pattern to emerge?
2: It, look, it, look, it's hard to say. I, I would have said once upon a time that, um, you know, definitely off fence and down the middle when, when it gets wet at Rose Hill and the troop. But the last couple of meetings, when we've had one wet, one dry, uh, you might recall the Missile Stakes meeting in early August, heavy track, true rail, and quite up the inside. So uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to declare anything before I, I see a race or two, if, if it does get very wet.
0: I think that's fair enough. We're going to preview the Quaddie League's races six, seven, eight, and nine. We'll start with race six on the card, which is over the 2,000 metres. And, I mean, by then we should have some idea of, of what's happening before the Rose Hill Gold Cup here. Um, but in terms of the market at the moment, we've got Purple Sector, who's the favourite, at around the $3.50 mark. Uh, mark Roden, we spoke about Purple Sector and in the, the review show of late after its most recent run. Is it a case of if it handles the heavier track, it just should be too good on what we saw last start?
2: Well, that's the thing. I, uh, it'd be, I, I would declare it a good thing on a good track for sure. Um, I don't know how it, when he wants it. He's been gelded though, I think. So maybe he's a different horse, but he's, he's, I think he's had 11 runs on soft and heavy for one placing. So hard for me to come into him as favourite, even though I'm a big fan of the horse and how he's going. Um if, look, if it's a nine or a ten for sure, I'd, I'd have to say no.
0: Yeah. Mark Sheen, do you have an opinion there on the favourite there in race six?
1: Oh, I'm very much the same. I think he's come back a much better horse since he's been gelded, but um, his wet form in the past has been very patchy, to say the least. Um, I think he ran a decent race one day at Warwick Farm on a, on a wet track, but apart from that, he's put in a couple of stinkers on heavy, so um, I don't know that I could entertain him at uh, around that quote at the moment if the track does get to an eight or a nine.
0: Okay, so we've got small little claims or queries around the favourite there. Mark Sheen, Who are you Are you siding with anyone there in, in the yeah,
1: Gold Cup? I don't mind Nima Lee here. Uh, I thought she was a good run in the Mare's race uh, where she was trapped wide. She got a bit of a bump at the start and got into a bad position. She's come up with barrier number two here. Um, I really think she's been crying out for this distance. She's got very good wet form, and I think she'll get a good run Uh, Throughout the race, and uh, I think she's good value around the nine or ten dollar mark. So I think her and House of Cartier both come out of the same race. House of Cartier won the Walker Cup on a bog track but was disqualified. And uh, she's got a couple of other good runs on the wet where she got a long way back and ran on. It just depends where they get to with her in the run. She can fire up and when she's been ridden forward, she has failed. So they need to definitely find a smother in my opinion. So I'd go 10 from nine at the moment, uh, banking on the track being around an eight or a nine. Sure.
0: Uh, Mark Roden, do you have a a thought in in row six? I'm pretty similar,
2: Um, I I, just lean at the I've, uh, I've mentioned on a couple of review shows that I've really been impressed with the way she's going this time in and uh, I've just been waiting for her to get to a suitable race. The 2000 and wet track seems to fit the bill. Um, I think you have to say Nimalee's run was better, actually, in the angst stakes uh, when they crushed last time, but uh, I do think House of Cartier is looking for the 2000. Um, I've got them pretty close together, but just, just, to, um, just with House of Cartier being a bigger price, she's the way I'm leaning um yeah so if we're going to be opposing purple sector that, that'd be the way i'd go um i think she's ideal's got a chance as well although i suspect she, she might even go back to last here so that's going to make her task a little bit harder um yeah there's a few you know to have some fun with some of those up the top fun fact of a career peak on the dry coming to heavy i mean the market's completely put the pen through him uh, we've got definitely looking for the wet but going terribly so weigh that up and see if you think six bucks is reasonable uh, and the candy man wants the wet but he's in the same boat he might be completely cast as well so uh, putting all that together House of Cartier at the price for me probably saving Emily I think I think nine dollars is pretty reasonable for her as well
0: yep I'm with House of Cartier as well for, for something here I mean yeah well, we spoke about, him, about her in, uh, in the review show can't really ignore it here. I don't think it's going to be too much pace. I thought the the map was going to be okay for it, and they've been riding riding a little bit more aggressive of late. So I think that just all pans out to be a, a decent enough stab at the at the price available. Fifteen dollars, more than happy with that. Uh, race seven, the yes, 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 the I'll have she, what she's having stakes uh, thirteen hundred, and TRA. leads the market, Hawkbury on her, Eduardo there, the the other two out of the the Everest, and they're all in the top three of the market here. Mark Sheen, I'll give you the first stab at the yes, yes, yes. Do you have a thought here?
1: Yeah, well, uh, we saw this race last year uh, as the Red Zell and the two horses that came out of the Everest uh, Quinella the race, so I'm thinking a bit along the same lines. Look, I'm giving Hortbury on her the tick here just because she's a good wet tracker. Um, did a lot of chasing in that race. Uh, Eduardo, of course, running that breakneck speed up front, which I doubt that he will again on Saturday with uh, Nash going on from barrier number one. But I thought Hawtry on who might lob in a spot just behind the speed here. Guitra, I'm a little bit worried about 1,300 wide barrier going to get back. So I'm going to bet around him, actually. So I'm going to give Eduardo an, another tick. I'm not sure about 1,300. I know he won at that trip as a younger horse, but uh, in this company might be a little bit different, but I think you get a good smother from that barrier. or will be right on the speed and trying to control it a little bit. So uh, 12 from three from me.
0: Mark Roden, are you able to separate a few of these runners in? Yes, yes, yes. Um,
2: I approached it in a very similar way to Mark. Uh, I thought the Everest was the form line and I thought what Ron Her was the one to be with at the price. I've got, I've, I've virtually got the Meekle. actually. I, I, um, Geetra obviously finished in front of Warpey on her, but she chased that murderous speed. Geetra virtually um, took no part in the race until, you know, they turned for home and then was able to uh, work home and get over Warpey on her. And I'm exactly the same. I don't know about 1300 and I don't know about Hetty for him uh, in this grade. So um, I'm I'm not 100% sure about Warpey on her on the wet either, but I just think if she handles it, $6 is probably a huge price. So. I'm going to take the punt. Um, Yeah, got Guitra a big chance uh, just on class alone, but um, too short for me to back at around 2-1. to Uh, The one I might save on, I think, is Deprive, who um, ran second in this to Pirata Mm. last year. Uh, Probably the best run of his um, career to that point. And um, with likely more speed than he um, copped last time, he could, uh, if they're getting home. And uh, look, drawing inside won't be a problem, I I don't think. So uh, with... Good speed and a good run through. He can run a race as well at around $15. So I'll be backing 12, saving eight. Yep. All right, that seems to be the, the pattern for this race side.
0: In the end, I actually didn't have a, an opinion, to, to be honest. So I wanted to see how the track was unfolding on the day. could make a case for those up front. And there's a few back markets I'd be keen on entertaining once more. Deprived was one of those. Um, what are we making of star of the seas lobbing in this race over the 1,300, dropping back from the 2,000?
2: Well, if it was trained by anyone else I'd have in my thousands, but um yeah. he loves the wet and um yeah, I mean it's a funny jockey booking too. Um mm. and it's got it's got afterthought written all over it. Yep. Um, he was nominated for the two thousand
1: meter cup race as well, I think. When I first saw the nom, so uh, look, he's only a lightly framed horse and probably be able to freshen him up, but uh, it certainly would be a training performance to <laughs> yeah. get him to come back from 2000. The other one who might run a race here is Imaging, yeah. um, who did run a couple of good races on wet ground um, before he struck two drier tracks at his last two. He was very unlucky in the wait for age race behind very elegant star of the season. Uh, then he struck those two dry tracks. So, like, he hasn't drawn all that well, but if you're looking for a swoop of late, if they are coming from the back, he might be one to throw in as well.
2: It, it's another one I'd like to see a different jockey on uh, other than Cathy Zero O'Hara. Um, no wins for about six weeks for Cathy in town, unfortunately. But um, the, the jockey ranks are a bit thin this week, obviously, with the Melbourne Carnival on, so we just have to do our best, I suppose. Yep.
0: Okay. Well, let's have a look at the Golden Eagle. It's the feature race can't remember how many dollars it's worth, but it's a lot. 1,500 metres and the current market elect is Funstar, around the $5 mark. And Alligator Blood Colette has had quite a bit of support throughout the week. Uh, mark Shan in terms of finding uh, one of the form lines for this race, did you find one that appealed
1: more than any of the others? No, look, I've got it down to about six chances here, so uh, I'm not sure whether I'm going to take the split or the evens or the odds, so that's the big question. <laughs> Um, look I've I've come back to flit here I I must admit that when I first started doing the race I didn't think I would find flit but um, she she does have good wet form she ran well in the lead up and she does like her races a little bit spaced so she's had a couple of weeks between runs there look I I thought Ice Bath has got a good chance as well Um, Mark was on him or I hope he's on at the 26th he's come in quite a bit since then and I thought Subpoenaed could run an improved race as well. I'm going to spec a couple of roughies, Subpoenaed, a nice bath and uh, flit on top for me. But a uh, very tricky race.
0: Mm-hmm. Mark Roden, I'll throw oh. back to you. Uh, yeah, in
1: terms
0: was... of that first, just a comment, because I, I was really struggling to to get any sort of clarity with how the race might
2: unfold outside of the fact that there looks to be a really strong speed. Yeah. Um, uh, assuming emergencies don't run, of course. Um Riadini just thinking alligator blood. I thought it had to go forward from his gate. Um, then I had Funstar. I, I, they went forward in the uh, Epsom. I think that's pro- um, from a bad gate as well. I think that's the way to attack it. Um, Batiga somewhere up there, but not punching on for the lead like last time. Um, yeah, I don't, it's a big field. You'd expect the place to be strong, but it, it yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it, it'll be breakneck, but we'll we'll see.
0: Okay. And um, what what are you thinking of a horse like Sierra Sue coming up from Victoria? I mean, there's some decent yeah. splits and so forth. Get Skate one and, and all of a sudden Nash is jumping on board, and it's sitting at ten dollars in the market.
2: Yeah, I I didn't think she was quite good enough. I thought there was stronger form lines than that. I, I thought the Epsom was the strongest. Um, I had I've, I've actually got I haven't found Sierra Sue. Um, I've got Colette, even though she comes through the Epsom, I've got her uh, longer as well. I don't think dropping back to 1,500 is what she wants at all at this stage of a prep. Um, I'm left with Funstar on top. I'm about the market price, so it's not a, you know, I'm not desperate to get involved. Um, but I do think, you know, running second, Epsom is the, the strongest um, lead up into this race. Bath, um, yeah, I think she's into her right price now. But, I mean, ticks and boxes there that... Um quick back up on the wet. And assume, you know, if it does get to nine or ten again, that's gonna be obviously right up the street. And um yeah, um will be very fit. Um messy, messy, messy. Um What do I to after Funster? Where, where do I go after it? Uh Ice bath alligator blood, look I mean you have heard me say I've been waiting waiting for Alan to above in this race and I was going to talk myself out of him on the Thursday, and I, I think I have because of the wet. Um, I just can't find any reason to back him on a heavy track. Um, so I'll probably leave him. I thought um, oh, a couple of ones that will go well on wet, I think, are Riadini, uh, also through the Epsom, and um, Brandenburg through the Epsom as well, who's, a, who's massive odds, ran third in the Doncaster on a heavy track back in the autumn. So I uh, hope you can make sense of all of that. But uh, basically, um, fun star on top for me. But, um, yeah, don't think it'll be a big betting race for me because it is very, very hard.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably the, the best way to describe it. Um, I'm going to have something small on Windstorm at 26+. So... The horse has proven itself in the wet before. Glyn Schofield's a very, very confusing jockey booking, and I've got no idea what he's planning from gate eight. The horse has shown some level of tactical speed previously, but if it ends up last and cast on the fence, I'll be tearing my ticket up pretty much instantly. But at least I'll know my fate early. Uh, I just think the price is too big given the the horse, its general capabilities in the wet and what it's been able to produce off varying tempos as well, both fast and slow. So... That was the only real angle I had in the race, and outside of that, more than happy to just sit back and watch someone make a whole heap of cash. (coughs) Race nine, to finish off the card, 1,400 metres, and it's just a benchmark 78 uh, in terms of the markets coming up as we speak, followed by the speed map. Mark Sheehan, get out stakes, so to speak. Did you have an angle of attack in race nine?
1: Uh, Yeah, well, a lot will depend on track bias at this stage of the day. Um, Look, I thought Surreal Step could make an improvement from its last run, drawn uh, quite well. got very good wet form and from barrier number one can be right on the speed here. Fender will probably try and go across and try and hit it, but uh, I think at worst, Surreal Step will be second or third. Um, I think uh, it comes out of a very strong race and dropping right back in grades. The Cat's another one who's been racing really well. A lot of weight but and a bad barrier, uh, so we'll need a bit of luck, but um, it's another one who's coming out of a much stronger form race. So they're the two that I've nailed it down to, An Alma in for third, I might uh, spec it as well. So with 13-1-4 in the last. Okay,
0: Mark Roden, give us something to go home with.
2: Uh it's a real step as well. Um, yep, once the wet, uh, there's a massive glass drop from racing Flit and, You know, you basically crossed the line with St. Plenid the other day, Who, you know. Not to be in this field. Um, uh, I wanted to find Dancing Gidget on the uh, on the wet, but um, got your man G. Schofield, who you just spoke at length about uh, on it as well, on Barrier 18 or something. So yeah. don't know where that leaves her. Um, the one I could, I, I actually hope they scratch this horse, Julian Rock. It's, it's huge odds. Uh, I think it was unsuited first up at Canterbury, uh, or last start at Canterbury, not first up. Uh, and it likes the wet, um, and it's got a couple of really big figures there. I just find the Jean Dubois stable absolutely unreadable. Um, I don't think there's a jockey declared, so just hopefully they scratch it and save me the hassle. But um, yeah. I've got it pretty open, but um, Surreal Step on top for me. It's, it has been
0: scratched. You can you can well, see. Very,
2: <laughs> very pleased to hear that. Um, I
0: found Mirror Vision on top from Surreal Step, so I'm more than happy to play both of those. I think they're both going to be in the right spot, um, you know, unless the... The inside really turns into a a quicksand zone uh, towards the end of the card, but uh, I'm pretty happy to be with both of those gallopers. I think there's a a few tricky maps for some of the horses that uh, are in the market here as well. All right, Uh, we'll throw to a couple of best bets, value bets, any lay bets, Mark Sheen, for yourself on Saturday.
1: Yeah, well, I thought Nimalee was pretty good value. In race number six, it looks an extremely hard day uh, to my eye. I thought uh, Archana would run a race in race number four, but, again, betting in races over a mile, i give myself an uppercut, okay. and uh, that's about it. And probably bet around Geechara or late, um, so hopefully it uh, gets LOST.
0: Thank you. I like it. Mark Roden, for yourself.
2: Uh, we've matched up a few times. I was Archana was the one I've uh, put a bit of a circle around. But, um, her, her debut win last prep was on soft ground. It's the only time she's been on a really soft track, and she looked like winks uh so i'm hoping thinking and hoping that's what she's been waiting for gets nash on won't be a problem and uh hopefully the soft um software heavy track is enough to give her a bit of an edge on um a pretty similar field to what she raised last time but uh i'm pretty keen on her
0: oh, beautiful and i'll throw out windstorm at the price uh as a value bet but yeah certainly no best bets at this stage at rose hill Thank you to you both. Uh, enjoy Saturday. Um, hopefully the some of the rain, abates, but I'm not sure we'll be that lucky. Uh, but we'll talk about it on Monday. So until then, have a good weekend, guys.
2: See you, boys. Thank you.